When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Sports Day. To finish off the show, let's have a listen to more Barat Sanderson. He caught up with us uh, after play to just get a feeling of where things are at and where things might be tomorrow. Well, well first up, were you surprised that the extra half hour, hour was allocated? Because I don't think Pakistan is going to get the runs in, in half an hour, but it's still three wickets to be taken. Uh, yeah, no, I was, to be honest. Uh, generally, if, if the team ends up being eight wickets down, or definitely they're nine wickets down is when uh, you end up with the extra half hour. But uh, maybe the umpires have decided taking a call on the, <laughs> the Pakistani tail. <laughs> and then, uh, look, we've seen how they go. Uh, we think it, it's enough time for Cummins to... Uh, it, it, that's exactly how it played out, though. I mean, as soon as the last wicket fell, uh, you could see umpire Joel Wilson walk to Pat Cummins in the huddle and ask him or inform him that they were keen on taking the extra half hour. But... Uh, ever since they have take the, taken the extra half hour, Pakistan have scored 15 runs of eight balls. So, game on. Yes. Uh, now, Dan's got lots of questions for you as well. But the one that we, we've got to talk about off the top is the, the Rizwan dismissal. Now, he was mm. adamant that it didn't hit the sweatband on the way through. It, he tried to duck out of a bouncer and it's hit him on the on the forearm. He felt above the sweatband on the glove, but evidence suggested otherwise. Are you comfortable with the dismissal and uh, how it was handled by the third umpire? Absolutely. I think he, uh, Richard Ellingworth went through the uh, process really well. It made it very clear what was happening. And from any angle that he looked at it, it could, you could make out that the ball did hit the, uh, it did hit the, the rim of his glove. And also, you know, he's whether it was Hawkeye or Snicko, everything showed that. Um, what I'm really intrigued by is what that big white mark on his forearm was. Yes. Uh, like, does a, does a red ball make that big a white mark on him? I have no idea, really. So it was just strange what was happening. But he started arguing with the Australian players long before the umpires had to intervene. Uh, the first time, first replay went up on the screen and you could see the Australians already breaking into a sort of mini celebration. Uh, he put his arm, put it, put his arm up and arms up, and started arguing with them. And then he carried on, and that's when umpire Wilson had to come and step in and say, "Well, you can't just do that. Uh, that is sort of dissent." Um, and, but yeah, I'm 100% happy with uh, uh, how it played out. Though there'll be uh, millions of Pakistani cricket fans who will disagree. If you don't believe me, just go to social media. <laughs> Barat, you're right. It'll be talked about uh, after this match is concluded. We spoke about it live and said this might be the difference in the match, whether this is given out or not. I want to take you back to that when it was Pakistan with five for 219, requ- requiring 98 more runs to win. At that stage, did you actually think, hang on, Pakistan are going to win this game? Not really. I mean, I'd still put Australia, well, 70-30 ahead at that stage because 98 runs is a lot of runs, right, and yep. against this Australian bowling attack. Uh, as we've seen throughout this test, and especially today, 
every time there's been a bit of a partnership and there's not been a big major partnership we are not talking a 140 run partnership right there's been 40 run partnerships there was that 50 60 run partnership um but, you know what's happened the grinch pat comes is coming and you know whoever has dared to dream of a miracle win he's completely just shut them up <laughs> and uh, he's had that kind of test match pat comes as captain and as bowler um and he just continued to do that uh, it happened earlier today when shan masood and babar azam were batting really well he came out and knocked out shan masood and uh, same with rizwan and amir jamal who batted really well in the first innings don't forget uh, to get into that tail i mean the tail starts with shan shah freedy uh, but having said that agar salman still out there batting beautifully he averages 44 with the bat so uh, he's made two test hundreds in this calendar year so he's very very capable and it's good to see him uh, get put on a fight but at no point have pakistan looked like the favorites to me at least uh, australia have always looked or stayed ahead they've always had two more wickets than what pakistan would have liked to have lost at any stage and that stands true even now so the test is still in the balance but provided australia does go on and win this second test match in this series mitch marsh made 41 in the first innings and 96 in the second innings and he looked like he was on his way to going to back to back man of the match awards but it has to be pat cummins now as you mentioned with 5 48 yeah. in the first innings and another four in this innings just when australia needed him yeah and the impact right like i said uh, it, he did it in the first innings uh as well yes he took ended up with five wickets but uh, uh sting back to that spell where he got rid of abdullah shafiq when they put on more over 100 runs on the board and then bowled that spell to babar azam and knocked him over for the second straight time the series uh and and similarly again he today every time uh, pakistan have just felt like they have a sniff um he's he's come and like really shut the door on them so Yeah, definitely man of the match, and also I mean the way he got rid of Rizwan in the first innings, you know the setup, put the foots the fielder in, uh, and the ball goes straight to him first ball. So you know there are some test matches where he's perfect bat, and this has been one of those test matches. The other one I want to mention, Barat, and I'm going to look after one of our own over here in Adelaide. Alex Carey is obviously been under a bit of pressure recently. We know what happened in the Ashes; he got dropped in the World Cup. He made 53 runs in the second innings which might not sound like an incredible innings but it might be the difference in the game to get Australia enough in their second knock to win this match. Oh yeah, I mean uh, look at where we would be if uh, Alex Carey did not get those runs. <laughs> right? Pakistan would be uh, probably favorites at this stage despite having lost seven wickets. No, I think uh, more than anything he needed it for himself. I mean you could see yeah. just the way he's batted in this series or the start of the series this lack a little bit of confidence with the bat. uh which is why it was so good to see him uh just get his bearings right even last evening he didn't look at his best but this morning just the way he walked out the way way his bat was coming down the arc of it, the the arc at which it was coming down you could see that it is the alex carey that we especially in south australia are used to seeing when you see him playing the cover drive the way he does you know he's having a a good day with the bat and he's feeling really good about himself uh and those are good signs and and, and a crucial 50 for him i mean everybody in the team management have said that he is their number one in test cricket and i'm sure he is but i think for his own good uh, with still what three test matches to go after this he trainings yeah. um he needed and if it does end up in a match winning cause as i'm pretty sure it will uh even better great point i i feel barat he didn't necessarily need to make those runs um yeah. i think his spot is very safe having said that i think it will just make him feel a little bit better about life 
Oh, I have very much so. I think he'll, uh, he's generally a very uh, chill character, and he's seen a lot of setbacks in his life before. So, uh, this isn't new being left out of the World Cup squad. But just to end the year on a high, right? Yeah. It started for him on a high. Uh, you know, last year he makes his uh, Test hundred uh, on Boxing Day or in the Boxing Day Test. Uh, you know, star, played a huge role in the WTC final. Started the Ashes so strongly. Just the way his last five or six months have gone in in international cricket for him to finish it on a high like this. Uh, will really, yeah, but just, just you know, get him back to where he was maybe 12 months back in terms of confidence. Talk to us about Babar Azam. You watch him very closely um, wherever he's playing cricket. He's come to Australia. He doesn't have the captaincy anymore. He, he doesn't cut a lonely figure in the field, but he's he's not the main man in the field, even though he's still mm. certainly the main man with the bat. He, he showed signs today, but his feet still look really flat-footed. He still doesn't feel to me like he's the, the player he was. What what have you noticed over uh, these first two test matches? Oh, I mean, 2022 was the year of Barbara Azam, right? I mean, we were there in Pakistan when uh, he just couldn't stop scoring runs. Uh, but he did that across formats uh, all around the world. Uh, but 2023 just hasn't been his year. I mean, he didn't have a great World Cup, uh, again, as captain, then giving up the captaincy. And just um, he seems to have gone into a little bit of a uh, or developed a, a worrying trend for him where he keeps getting bowled through the gate. We, we've seen it even uh, in some innings. He's played in the subcontinent. We saw it in the World Cup. Uh, and in this, this test match in particular, both innings falling their way. Uh, but yeah, he just has lacked that balance and decrease from what us or we've become accustomed to seeing from him. Uh, but today in particular, I thought he was getting his rhythm back when he was in that partnership with Shah Masood. He's feeding off um, his ca- current captain's confidence. Uh, but then again, to fall that way, when he had his eye in, uh, unlike, say, in some of the previous innings in the series, um, yeah, it's a bit of a bit, a bit surprising. <laughs> and I've said this on commentary before, like, I've seen him a lot in the nets during, uh, especially in the lead up to this test. And Umar Gul, the former uh, Pakistan fast bowler turned bowling coach, he's been troubling him a lot in the nets as well. So I think maybe he's to blame. <laughs> now, Pat Cummins, he took five wickets in the first innings as it currently stands at the moment. He has four for 48 off 17 overs. So once again, his bowling average is going to come down again, uh, if that's even possible with what he's doing at the moment. Mm. Um, we saw him in Perth, and I was there with you, Barat. He bowled just as well as he's bowling here, but, but didn't necessarily mm. get the, the, the basket of wickets that he's getting here in Melbourne. But if it's possible, he does seem to be getting better. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, right? It's, it's a scary thought. Uh, honestly, if you're the opposition or uh, any team that has to face Australia, across formats, but especially in Test cricket, um, and, and you look at his numbers for this year, uh, his, average, his average was in the 30s at the start of this Test match. I think it had a lot to do with the basketball thing where uh, the, a lot of runs were scored and runs were scored quickly as well. Uh, but I think with Pat Cummins at times, as extraordinary as his numbers are, it's his impact that matters, right? Uh, you just, uh, like I've said a few times already, uh, what he's done with the ball in, across both innings. I mean, look at the nine wickets, but the, the timing of those wickets and the way he's delivered for his team and uh, also the, the moments that he's picked to bring himself on, uh, which, and on cue, he's taken a swift wicket as well. So there you go. Um, a live update for you guys uh, on, on that <laughs> note. So now he has 10 for the match. Uh, and yeah, he... he like I said, I spoke about Alex Carey. He is on Pat Cummins to his finishing his 2023 on a high. 
So he is finishing gets, on a uh, height. Sorry, Dan, that means he now gets his uh, name on the honours board. He does. Uh, two in a row on the on the list, which will look very nice. Oh, yeah, very much so. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, he's had a, he's got a great record at the MCG. He loves playing on the big big stage, doesn't he? Um, and, yeah, and, and a crucial a crucial time as well. Like, yeah, I mean, now uh, eight down, Salman, Aga Salman is still out there, but now Australia firm, firm favourites are just uh, the last two to come. Uh, yeah, he could well finish up with that seven four. Like it, it, it's amazing with these three, these three fast bowlers. They, they, no, none of them has taken a seven four, but also tells you how much they share the wickets around. Uh, but I don't think Cummins is going to get a better chance than this to finish with seven. No, he certainly won't. Barat, we might let you get back in the chair and get the headset on because I reckon there's only about ten minutes left in play before we knock over Pakistan. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Umpire Joel Wilson was right. He's on our side. He wants to finish the game off. Well, <laughs> I think he might be right. <laughs> I think the umpires are under more pressure than anyone because we could get to a situation where it gets to 6.30 and they're nine down and we've yep. got to come back tomorrow for possibly one ball. Oh, just extended by 15 more minutes. Come on. I'm sure we can do <laughs> come that. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, even, I don't think they're allowed to do that. But anyway, we'll find out soon enough. Uh, Brad, thanks walk, very much. I'll walk onto the field and convince them why he's <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Barat. Thank you, Barat. Barat Sanderason joining us there live from the MCG. So that's it for us, not only for tonight, but also for the week. But tune in on Monday because Kane Corns is returning from his holiday and he'll join you on Monday.